What's good, everybody? This is episode three of Ron and Jack's podcast. I want to thank everyone for listening this far. We are at 91 subscribers right now. We're looking to get to that 100 eventually and uh, keep growing. We think with the more content we give, the more we'll grow. We're going to continue giving you guys new information about what's going on in our lives, in our area, Boston, Massachusetts area, every week. Right now, we are on the top floor of a parking garage at Legacy Place. We just went to King's Bowling in Dedham. If any of you guys have ever been to King's, it's, it's all over the country now. I think they have one in California and everything now, uh, one in Miami. King's is a pretty cool place. We, we enjoy it. We, uh, we like going, going there. I think it's a pretty decent uh, area. We like bowling there. We did darts there today. It was pretty dope. Yeah, we're not like really into bowling or darts, but we like mess around a little we're bit. We like going there and getting a drink or two, you know. And mess then around with the darts. Messing around mess on our weekends. Mess around with the, the billiards. <laughs> But yeah, we're that's where we're at right now. We get a pretty good view of Legacy Place. Yeah, where are we right now? We're up. On, uh... We're on the we're on the top floor of a parking garage at Legacy Place right now, over the entire shopping mall area here. So that's where we're doing this podcast uh, today. Uh, I want to let you guys know that this was not the original podcast we had planned for this week. I'm at unfortunately going away. Well, not unfortunately. It's a nice vacation I'm going on for about a week in Maine. So I will be away, and I will be back in time for next week's podcast as well. But uh, we are planning this week to go away to Rhode Island, but also go to Southern Mass and check out uh, Wolf Island Road, which we talked about in our first podcast. That was the podcast that we talked about a lot of haunted roads and mass. We I talked about yeah, that I road. Yeah, we referred to it as uh, the Massapoyuk. Yeah, it's, 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 in Massapoy- it's in Massapoyuk, uh, Massachusetts. I think that's how it's pronounced, and it's... Uh, the haunted road that apparently had the the car that uh, would disappear. So we, we ended up talking about the uh, disappearing car that was on, uh, I think it was on like like uh, True TV at one point or something. <laughs> the disappearing car video. Yeah, but the, the disappearing car her. wasn't in. Uh, it wasn't Massapoyet. in Massapoyet, but it was, there was similar experiences with a car disappearing in there from some kid hit a car, or some teen. You can. Watch that podcast if you want to listen about that. Yeah, the first one. The first podcast definitely has a lot I about that. I think Ron found some funny website called like Shadowlands.net or something. <laughs> yep, Shadowlands.net is a uh, very interesting website that has haunted places around uh, Massachusetts or I think it's any state. I don't think it was just Mass. I think you could type in any state on there. It has a bunch of haunted places you can go to. Definitely check that out, guys, if you guys are into haunted. I don't know how legit it is. I don't know how legit it is, but... Uh, I just want to let you guys know what our future plans were for the podcast, and uh, I want to go into my opening thought. It's another funny gym story for you guys. Um, yeah, so Ron, don't you actually go to like some crappy gym right now? You, you pay like thirty dollars a month to go to like uh, one of these, the uh, town recreation center. Yeah, this is the uh, issue with the gym right now. Is that I, I pay I pay a pretty good pretty good amount of money for the gym. No, no, actually, I'm sorry. It's a steal. It's thirty dollars for the whole summer. <laughs> $30 for the entire summer, and it's... So you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. It's not the best gym, but it has a couple squat racks. You can't say about every gym. Not every gym has a couple squat racks, or has a few benches, too. There's two uh, benches and a really crappy decline bench that, if you want to hear a horror story about the decline <laughs> bench, Listen check out episode, episode two. Episode two has a very funny story about that in the second half of the episode. But yeah, So uh, it's not like a crappy gym. Was it just a gym from, like... 50 years, no, 50 years is an exaggeration, but like 30 years ago that they never renovated, so. It's pretty old. I think it might even be older than 30 years, but uh, we have to look into that. But it's, it's, they never really, reno- they renovated it one time. They really didn't do a 
they didn't do anything with the weight room and the renovation. That was the big issue with it. But this is a, this isn't really a weight room that people that are extremely into bodybuilding. No, this is just like a, go for to. high school kids. And like for high school kids, kids and just kids that don't have a lot of money, you know, just want a gym that is neat. It's, it's it, a goddamn town rec. It's, it's a town rec center. center. It's a it's a gym that you go to if like. This is not Gold's. Uh, it's convenient. <laughs> it's is, not Gold's gym. What's the uh, one in the Venice Beach Gold's gym? Mecca. Yeah. I don't know if you ever heard of Mecca Gold Gym. But that's it's a good gym, but uh. It's not Mecca Gold Gym, okay? It's but like, basically. What's the story? Though? I'll tell you the story. So the the other day, um, I'm in there. It's two days ago, and there's a bunch of middle schoolers that go in there a lot. And I thought they were high schoolers or middle schoolers, really. Actually, I think they were. They might have been. Actually, they were entering their freshman year of high school because I ended up talking to them, and oh, they man. said they were doing that. <laughs> and I'm on the exercise bike because I like getting in about five to ten minutes of cardio, like intense cardio, every time I lift. I try to get that, and I try to run at least a mile on the every day or on the weekends. But, um, so I'm on the bike and I'm just watching these kids as they're doing their workout and they have two 10, 10 pound plates. Oh no, not the dreaded 10 pound plates. On, on the straight bench and uh, I'm just watching what they're doing and there's this really, really small kid. Like this kid's, this kid's really small, man. Like, dude, what the f- this kid's extremely small, but, um. He ends up going on the bench and both of his friends are so-called spotting him. Are they so, actually looking at him, like looking to no, spot no, no. him? No, no, no. This like, spot, I've never seen this kind of spot before. So they're holding on to the edges of the barbell while the kid's benching. Like on the... Uh, on the edges of the barbell. So they're holding the it down. Yes, yeah, so they're on the sides of the barbell, and they're letting the barbell go down to his chest, and they're helping him lift it down, and then helping him lift it up. Wait, they're doing the negatives and the positives? Yeah, and the positives <laughs> on, the bar, on the barbell. Because I know there's like the power lifting... Uh, not to be confused with bodybuilding. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> From episode a little, two, little inside joke to episode two. But I know in power, like a, the powerlifting squat, the guy, the guy actually, they have like two guys on. Uh, you ever see a powerlifting squat? I've squat? seen it. Yeah. Yeah, there's like two guys on each side. That's not what was happening in this scene, though. <laughs> but then, no, but they only they're only there to. Uh, I think they actually do it in. Um, uh, yeah, powerlifting. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I, what, what I was going to say. Yeah, in powerlifting meets they do it right. On they do the, a lot on of the it, bench. Yeah. They always have the, like they always have like a couple spotters in a powerlifting meet or like a legitimate powerlifting. Yeah, meet. when you, when you're legitimately lifting, you will have about two spotters. Like when you're doing max lift powerlifting type drills, but when you're well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Normally you have one spotter. Yeah. But, <laughs> but the funny part, and it's kind of messed up to say this because you're saying these are like young kids. But yeah. <laughs> which is this, well, I was this trying to help out up. too. But yeah. the funny part is they basically have, it's like mini powerlifting, like babe, like uh, little kid powerlifting, basically. Because yeah. you have a uh, two, you have the two kids assuming a powerlifting spotting position. Yep. Spotting powerlifting style when it's two ten since like this kid's first day in the gym. <laughs> yeah, and um, I actually end up talking to the kid, and the kid's like, "I'm like, dude, like, you sh- if you're not like comfortable benching, you should just hop on the dumbbells and uh, you know, do your lifts like that. Like, just start with the dumbbells and then oh, yeah, eventually definitely. work your way to the bench." So that was like the fifteen pounds. And he, he tells me this quote. This uh, quoting this, he says. Uh, He's like, yeah, actually, I, I do a lot of that at home. He's like, I just like coming to the gym and fucking around. 
like with the weights and just like fucking around and like trying to lift max weights and stuff all the time. Really? And is like this that. really a true part that, of the story? Yeah, this is what he said to me. He said that he's, he like he likes coming to the gym with his friends, just like fucking around with weights and just like trying to do max weights and just fucking around with the weights. And I'm just like, I'm just thinking in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm like dude, dude, that's, that's the worst idea you could. That's ever the do. dumbest thing you could do. Like, like that's how you kill yourself. That's how you literally kill yourself. Like we were talking about in the episode with the Indian kid in episode two. <laughs> You know, like, when we're talking about that, on that episode, like, if you go to the gym and you don't know what the fuck you're doing, you can seriously injure yourself, and I, th- I think some people just do not understand that. I don't want to try to get into what we talked about episode two as much, because we do have a lot to talk about in this episode, with uh, the story that we're about to tell. Yeah, but anyways. But anyways, like, I just wanted to just mention that as my opening thought, is like, damn, when you go to gyms sometimes, you just see some of the most outlandish things, like... There's always going to be someone there. It doesn't matter what age you are. There's always someone there that does not know what the fuck they're doing. Well, I mean, you honestly, you shouldn't even... Well, I don't really know. I'm not experienced. I've, I'm not the type of guy to ask. But I don't think you should start weightlifting, you know, at a young age. Or at, like, a really young age. But then I guess people would disagree, like, the pro bodybuilder people. Probably yeah. Probably started at, like, 13, right? A lot of people start... Yeah, like, the <laughs> guy we're going to talk about today started at 13. Yeah, I yeah, know. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think, like... If you're just an average Joe, like, I don't think you're supposed to start lifting weights, like, really early. Hey, you're not. It's, uh... You're, I, I, think, I think it's better, personally, to start, uh... You know, at a later age, once you acquire more strength, like, natural strength, you know... Or you yeah, start developing just, you're, your you're, natural you're, ability. Because yeah, when you're, you're younger, you puberty is the yeah. Because when when you're younger, you're still you your body's yeah, you still have... changing. Like your your whole physique is still changing. You still have a growth spurt, and like if you're if well, you're you lifting, have, yeah, you don't have the muscle the muscles yet. If you're lifting that, heavy weights that before sense. that age, I think you could seriously do some harm to some of the muscles in your body. Well, if you do them wrong, if yeah. you do them wrong, and you're not doing shit correctly, and you're you're overlifting, or you're not because like. I'm not going to lie, like, when you're younger, it's just a natural thing and psychology and stuff is, when you're younger, you think you're invincible. Like, you just, you think that you can just get away with anything. You know, like, you don't, you don't know, you don't know your limits as well as when you get older. When you get older, you grow more wisdom, you know, towards, like, how you're supposed to do things. Things in general, life in general. Look at that point. But I I think, because I started lifting, this is just how I feel about lifting, when you're young, like, I started lifting around when I was 18, right? Yeah. Probably I was, like, 18 and a half, and I think that was the most perfect time to start lifting. Because I feel like if I started lifting at 16, um, I don't think, like, you, I would see the same results immediately as I saw when I was, like, 18. Yeah. Because I think, like, when you're younger, you really don't see, like, if you, you're not, you know, you either have the genetics... And you're, like, ripped in high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, like, some kids that, like, have abs in high school because they just have the genetics. Yeah. But otherwise, if you don't, like, you're not going to, like, there's really not a big exponential gain at the, if you started lifting in high school than if you just waited two years and lifted in college. Yeah. Because once you start, like, making gains, like, you notice when you first start working out, or at least for me, like, uh, it was, like, a, it was very fast progress kind of at the beginning or at least yeah. for me like i noticed like progress like that's what i noticed right too away. was when i started uh i probably started lifting a little bit earlier in that because i played that's fo- probably why the only reason i kept lifting is because i saw progress like yeah fast. i but played that was just for me i played football in high school and i remember i was lifting and i just could not lift for shit when i was younger like probably like 16 17 i just 
didn't really have proper form, didn't really care about lifting as much because whenever I lifted, I didn't know the progress that you could build from lifting. I didn't, every time I lifted, I wasn't really serious about it. So I didn't really work on hitting different muscles, hitting different uh, exercises, trying different things. And at this point in my life, now that I'm 24, like I see that as I've been lifting for now, like three years now, consistently, like five times a week consistently, I've realized that I've had significant growth in my body and I've gained significant weight since high school, like significant yeah. muscle mass since high school. And uh, so that's just the opening thought we had to, yeah. today. Uh, I want to get in a little bit to this story that... Uh, well, I just want to say before that... Um, okay. Uh, well, I guess I was going to say, like, I could ask you, I want to know, like, some story maybe sometime would be, like, how you actually got into lifting weights. Like, I just want to know that story sometime. But, um... Uh, yeah. But I also was going to say I have a little a little rant that has to do with the gym, and it's also related to this video. Though I mean, it's also related to uh, the next topic. We're the next talk topic. About. But I have like a nice little gym thing I want to mention. So yeah, we want to yeah, we want to get into that minute. at the rant section of yeah, our last yeah, ten minutes yeah, of the video. Yeah, later, so we're getting later to that. On, um, so the story I want to get into today is about uh, Larry Pollock, Pollack, I think Larry Pollack, right? Yeah, Pollack. Yeah, Pollack from. Uh, he, he's, he's living in California now, owns a gym. Um, from what? You're like Larry Pollack from, uh, like, it was like the TV show? Yeah. <laughs> Larry Pollack from well, that from, TV well, show. Well, he's from that YouTube video that we watch. I want to give credit to the video that we initially got <laughs> well, this info from. he's not from the, the YouTube video was about well, him. Well, well, think about that. Like, think about, like, no one really knew about this guy until okay, the video, okay, okay, really. Okay, There's okay, not a lot on the internet about yeah, him. We already sort of talked about that. But, um, he... He got involved with uh, steroids. He was lifting since he was 13. Yep. Um, he's a bodybuilder. Back, right? well, he, or he, power lifter. Or body yeah, builder. so he was lifting when he was 13. So this was like a good, like, what, 40, 40 years ago? Maybe not 40 years, like 30 years ago? 20, 20, 30 Well, he years was ago? recently, the story that we're getting into happened back in like 04, 05. Okay. That's so when so that's when the story. that's when the police started getting uh, involved in the whole incident. Yeah. But, uh... So it's a pretty... It's like an oldish story. Yeah. So this guy was lifting when he was 13, so he was lifting back in, like, the, the, the 80s, dude? The 90s? I don't know. Pretty, pretty, pretty back. Uh, um, pretty yeah. back. The 80s, I would so say. So that, that, that's our time setting, right? Yeah. So he turns, like, 20. 21, right? 21 years old, yeah. Yep. So this guy turns 21 and... No, no, I think it was 20 or 21. I don't know, something like something that. around there. So what happens is uh, his girlfriend steals his car. She probably got pissed at him, <laughs> or maybe it wasn't her girlfriend, but like some girl that was. It was living a girl that was him. living with him. A girl that was living with him. So this is kind of where there's borrows like, the yeah, car. Is yeah. I think the terms that he used. Okay, but. okay, but this is kind of where there's like holes in the story, or it's not completely filled in. But yeah, but apparently when he was 21 or 20, he was living with a girl, and the girl got pissed at him and stole his car, or she probably said borrowed his car. So, uh, he went to go get the car, he thought he knew where she was, so he went to go get the car back from her, and when he got there, she wasn't giving the car back, and made a big scene, and called the cops, and the cops showed up, and the cops looked at his car, and when they looked in his car, uh, they found box, like, tons of steroids, boxes of steroids. Bunch of steroids. Because this guy was a power, like, no, bodybuilder, god damn it. He was a bodybuilder. No, we're mixing it up. No, I'm mixing it up. I'm an idiot now, no. But yeah, because he was a a bodybuilder, so he had tons of steroids in his car, and after they saw that, well, back then, I guess, uh, 
if you were caught with steroids, it was just a misdemeanor. It wasn't a felony. Like it wouldn't, wouldn't go on your criminal record. Yeah. So they were gonna they were gonna write him up for that, but because of that, they looked further in his car. They looked in the trunk, and this guy, dude, he had a, a machine gun. Uh, it was either yeah, it was said. a he full machine gun or yeah. a submachine gun. He said it was a machine gun. It was, I think he had a full full on machine gun. He named the, name, the brand of it too. I forget what it's called, and uh, they got him for that. They found that machine gun in his trunk, and he said that was the dumbest mistake he ever like he ever made as a kid. He was just, having one because yeah, he didn't really eat. Because who needs a machine needs gun? One. No one, no one, you know, even an adult wouldn't like yeah. normally need a machine gun. Yeah. You know, so why do you need? Which is my, so which is why my theory in the whole story was that he was involved in more shit yeah, that yeah. he leads on. Yeah, in you the don't video. Think, yeah, you don't think he was just holding that machine gun because he said he thought it was cool because he saw yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator. We're, we're gonna put the link to the video uh, in the <laughs> That's description. That's a far-fetched story right there. For all you guys to to watch as well, because I think his video is very interesting to say the least. <laughs> yeah, definitely is an intriguing story. I'll have Jack continue on. Uh, more of the story well, no, here. No, go ahead. And I, th- I thought I was just ho- hoping you didn't let that p- left the left part. Of, yeah, I was hoping you wouldn't leave that part. Leave that I'll part. Just skip okay. to the cartel part. Okay. So, so um, I'll, I'll yeah, get no, going let me more let me just kill here. let me just kill this one. Be, kill this part of the story. So, right. anyways, yeah, he's in jail, right? And uh, jail for char- a year. Yeah, and they were charging. They couldn't figure out. Uh, or he, I guess he was so young, he, he said he didn't know what was going on, and they couldn't, like, figure out what to charge him with. And he had a horrible lawyer. Yeah, his lawyer sucked, too. and, uh, they were trying to charge him with, like, murder of some of the Gold's gym, and, like, I don't well, know. Well, it's, they, ca- this is what happened in that part. very far-fetched stories. Basically, yeah. what happened in that okay. part was he was being charged, he was getting charged with murder because, um, an informant in, in jail lied about, uh, that he, that he killed someone at Gold's gym, so... <laughs> the cops went back, and they looked into Gold's Gym and to see if there was anyone that died at Gold's Gym or something or killed that worked at Gold's Gym, and no one did. So he ended up not being charged with that. At so all. yeah, yeah. So eventually, the, he uh, the lawyer was actually good enough to wheedle it down from uh, like lifetime in prison for tons of weird charges to uh, twelve years. And he said no. And well, Pollock Pollock said no at first, but then the lawyer was like, "Yo, you have to take this." And then eventually, he just took the uh, settlement. Yeah. And he did twelve years, and he was talking about he had like a, a whole long story about the, these next twelve years. I don't know if you want to go into that or if you want to skip that part. Well, that's that's about when he was in prison. Yeah, 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 in prison. He didn't talk. Do you talk a lot about that? He talked enough about it, but we don't have to really go into it. If you we'll skip the prison part and let, <laughs> let you guys take a look at that in the video if you guys really want the full story in it. Maybe we'll get to the cartel part now. Or <laughs> yeah, let me just, that's the most let's just say, part. after he got out of prison, this is the funny part. He said he worked for Vector Marketing Selling Knives. Yeah. And that he uh, was so good at selling knives. He, he became uh, a manager. He became like a for, regional manager or something. It's funny because ra- around here manager. in the Boston area. Yeah, it's a big joke. The vector marketing thing, it's like sort of when you graduate high school. I don't know if it was the same for you, Jack. We yeah, graduated yeah, exactly. different high schools yeah, yeah. in the same town, but um, at like my high school, when we were gra- when we graduated, yeah. and as we're all walking out, we get greeted by a vector marketing really? associate that hands us an envelope that wow. says job offer, and everyone's like, oh, we just graduated high school, so we're looking for a job for the summer. Yeah. So everyone's like, yo, did you get handed this job offer form? And everyone's like, oh, yo, it's a sketchy company and tells you to sell knives <laughs> like, go door to door and sell all these knives <laughs> and we're just like 
yeah, we're not going to sell knives door to door. Just like, <laughs> yeah. you know, but the, this guy made like a living off selling knives for a while, which is funny. He, he ended up working for this company that everyone around here thinks is sketchy as fuck, <laughs> yeah. which I think is funny. But that, that's what he started. And, yeah, and he said he was succeeded in it. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's a little scratch. Well, yeah, I actually looked at his LinkedIn. He has a LinkedIn yeah. account. And he... oh, I thought it was like a, I thought it was like another guy named Larry Pollard. No, they're actually, it's the actual Larry, Larry, Larry Pollard. And <laughs> it says Vector Marketing where, when he worked and stuff. Oh, yeah. I did a lot of uh, background research on this guy. I, I didn't watch the video fully because I watched it before, probably about like two months ago. But um, I looked into a lot of the stuff. And you can still research his court case is still online. You can look up the files from his court case, and you can read the entire thing and uh, see how the. It's pretty interesting how the DEA actually ended up catching him, and everything uh, Hank too. Hank Schrader. Agent Hank Schrader. For those of you that watch Breaking Bad, <laughs> sort of some. It was really some shit up that alley, dude. It was yeah, some shit was, up Breaking was, Bad's there alley. Nothing, it, there yeah, was yeah. nothing involved like, in the story. This guy had a had a. Uh, he ended up. He ended up being in the U.S. Then he ended up going down to Mexico because in Mexico there is no steroid laws. Yeah. You can doesn't matter. Like it's you can make steroids. You can do whatever the fuck you want with them. But then all of a sudden there became steroid laws. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it crept on them and became steroid laws. And what ended up happening and, was uh, uh, yeah, and it was like some small group like became really powerful at a, it was like some law, right? Some lawyer or someone that was like fighting against steroids and they. Well, yeah, it was what happened was if, if for all the all you sport fans out there for what happened with the Balco cases in MLB, that's when the U.S. ended up going really hard on steroids, and they ended up researching all these pharmaceutical labs. And the one that um, Pollock was so involved with was JRS Pharma, which is stationed in New York, and he ended up doing a lot of business transactions with this place, and the DEA ended up finding out because one of the employees at Pharma said they got calls from Polak. That's inside the actual legal documents from the courts that I ended up reading. Yeah, yeah. and that was inside that. And that was extremely um, interesting. If you guys have the patience to read through all that stuff, it's it's actually not that bad. I think it's like a 10, I think they, they summed it down to 10 pages on Polak and all that. So that was definitely uh, interesting as all those papers. And Do you remember how he got caught? Should probably talk a little bit about that. How he ended up getting caught. It was a it was a former associate of his. That, oh, was that was the meth, meth? head. Yeah, the meth head. Meth. And he ended up uh, telling him, "I don't want you around my family. You have to leave the lab because he was making steroids in Mexico at the time." Well, the, he was making steroids with a guy that did meth. With a guy that did meth. Like in he Mexico. Was his, the meth guy was his the meth guy. The meth guy was his employee. Yep. And uh, what ended up happening with that is uh. Is what. Is the guy ends up going to the border? The meth head ends up like he was doing something with meth, according to Polak, out at the border. Yeah. And uh, he ends up getting caught by border patrol. And this is how Polak ends up getting caught in up in Mexico, in leading to all the cartel shit that we're about to get into. Is that this guy from the border, the meth head, ends up snitching yeah. on Polak's location of his lab. So what ends up happening is because the police are so corrupt in Mexico. Well, no, what happens is the, the, the meth, head, meth head got caught at the border, right? Yeah. By the U.S. government. 
Wait, by the U.S. By Border Patrol in the U.S. Yeah, by the yeah, Border Patrol in the U.S. So DEA so, gets involved now because yeah, of the... Yeah, so DEA gets involved now because... Uh, um, Steroids and Yeah, because Mexico what is Aaron and... Paul's character's name? Uh, Jesse Pinkman. Jesse Pinkman yeah. is making meth. <laughs> Jesse Pinkman. <laughs> but yeah, so Border... That's, a, that's a, a far-fetched story, but anyways... It's like, you know what I mean? It's so just a crazy it's so story. so crazy, it's but crazy. like, to be but anyways, honest, dude. yeah, so he did get, he got caught by the Border Patrol got involved, and he ratted on um, Pollock, saying Pollock was making illegal steroids. Yeah. So the U.S. government told, tattletailed, basically, they tattletailed on the Mexican government, yep. or the Mexican police. Yeah. The U.S. police tattletailed on the Mexican police, and the Mexican police uh, went to go get Pollock. And it, we need to tell the, the uh, listener now that the um, Mexican police and the Mexican cartel are really the same people. Yep, explain that, Explain that, Ron, to people. That's like mind-blowing to some Yeah, people. so this is, this is the mind-blowing part for me, and this was shocked me the first time. I, well, it didn't really shock me. I sort of knew there was a lot of corruption in Mexico when yeah. it came to the police and cartel and everything. But uh, just hearing it from someone that actually suffered through... How this is how the countries run there is sort of interesting because um, the police are the cartel. <laughs> yeah. As strange as that sounds, as crazy as that sounds, sounds like a horror movie. It sounds like a horror movie. In sounds like a M Night Shyamalan movie. Sounds like The Village. Yeah. So like the what, police are the bad guys. The police are the bad guys out uh, there. That's kind of a stretch for the well, analogy, but <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say the bad guys, but completely. But they're the guys that. No, the cartel are the bad guys. Yeah, the cartel, the cartel are the bad guys, but they run the police. Yeah. Like, the police force is run the joke by the cartel. Was, I guess it wasn't a joke, but the saying was that um, the police are during the day, and then at, the night, at night, the police become the cartel. Exactly, and uh, it's it's pretty strange. Like, what ends up happening after that is he ends up having a safe that has a lot of money in it. I forget the amount he said in the video. You might remember Yeah, it. I think he said uh, he had a million dollars in it, or over a million dollars. Over a million dollars in a safe. From what? From making steroids? From making steroids and selling them know. out of Mexico. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know if uh, you can really make... You can make a million dollars selling steroids Dude, steroids are extremely expensive. Wow. Like, okay. extremely expensive drug. But, um... He ends up making them in Mexico, and he ends up having a million, over a million dollars in this safe. And what ends up happening is the cartel ends up finding out about this. Yeah. Through, through all the shit with Polak and the police and everything. Well, the, yeah, the police told the, the police tell the cartel yeah. that Polak has all this shit in this safe, and Polak ends up getting kidnapped by the cartel. And who he ends are, up. Who are the police? Yeah. Who are the police? He ends up getting brought to... Remember he ended up getting brought to some house by the police and ended yeah. up being a cartel headquarters or something? Yeah. And he ends up getting locked down in there with a guy named Oscar. <laughs> and that's a pretty funny part of the story, actually. This guy Oscar he meets, and uh, he sees all these dudes get uh, killed by the cartel and shit throughout the time he's there. Remember he talks, he's talking about that and how he's being sort of tortured by the cartel. He's getting punched in the head and shit. And it's sort of funny, the entire video, he says, that sort of irritated me. The entire video is like, that irritates me. Like, irritates me a lot. That's what he says the entire video, and it's, it's pretty interesting, but, uh, it's funny, but scary in the sense, because, like, I could not even believe what I would do if that ended up happening to me, and he ends up sort of speaking about this so calmly, too, like, this whole thing that yeah. happened to him, this whole ordeal. He ends up being with this guy, Oscar, and what ends up happening is, uh, 
they end up having a lot of kids that work in the cartel. So we want to talk about how he sort of escaped too yeah, from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So he ends up having uh, they end up having a lot of kids that work for the cartel and stuff. And what ended up happening was at night they would end up uh, falling asleep. So that's when Pollock ended up making his escape out of there. He ended up escaping out, and he ended up running down the street. Wasn't he just in his boxers or something, too, he's talking about? He ends up going into a taco shop after he escapes. This is a pretty pretty funny part of the story, too. He ends up getting inside of a taco shop. And at that point, uh, he ends up uh, going in there. Everyone's just sort of eating tacos. All these, all these Mexicans are eating tacos, right? And uh, he goes in there, and they're all, they all look at him funny. And they're like, should we call the police? And he's like... Do not call the police. Yeah. Do not call. They will send me right back to where I was. Do not call the police at all. So, uh, Jack, you want to get into what ends up happening after he's uh, found by the DEA after that? It was the, or FBI. It was either. I think no, it was no, FBI. T- t- right? Tell him how. Oh yeah, he already got out of prison. He got. He gets. He gets out of the cartel's capture after that. Oh, yeah. And then so uh, tell him. So tell him what happened with the DEA after that. The DEA ends up capturing him, right? They end up finding him. They end up questioning him, right? Okay. And they end up they end up saying these words to him, according to Polak, is they end up saying like, "Dude, we did not expect you to come back alive." Oh yeah, they did say that. They say that to him, and that freaked me out. I'm like, yeah. Jesus! Like the government's of this into this. Like, I think the whole story too just shows like how big the U.S. government is, oh, yeah. and how uh, much they hated Polak. <laughs> how much they hated Polak, and how much they will do anything to take down something that's in the public light in the moment because at that point of time in 0405 you had the MLB was in a lot of shit with the steroids oh yeah that was that yeah. you're talking that's about billions what, of dollars in MLB him, right? that's how that's they how caught, caught him was yeah. Balco and all that stuff oh, too yeah. is cuz cuz during Balco in that time was uh when the U.S. government was going so crazy into steroids and well, yeah, the U.S. government DA got was crazy huge into steroids into it, FBI. because yeah, they got they, well, they got crazy into steroids because of the MLB players because of the MLB they players they wanted to catch them, they wanted but they and yeah, they cast a, a wide net, I guess, and they caught people. Yeah, like, body and the other thing too is a lot of these steroid people, even Polak, and Polak says this in the video, they use this uh, this this uh, web this. What was it like an internet, certain kind oh, of internet? Yeah. I don't know. This, I don't also know. this sounds is like a made strange. Up. This is, sounds kind of made but up as he, well. But he he claims it was like Canadian mail or something. It was it was, uh, it was some kind of mail. I forget yeah, the hell oh, it's man. called. You have something to look it up like again. Ad, something mail. It was ghost, ad, mail, or ghost something? mail or no, something. I don't think it, was it wasn't ghost, ghost mail, mail, but it. It was something like that. Like it's something mail like that. Some kind of mail. It's not like obviously not your AOL.com or Gmail.com. Wasn't that? It was like um. It was like a super secure, like secret, private, encrypted mail server. Yeah, they said encrypted. Now me, like being like the soft, like computer guy, like I was like, you know what I mean? Like you, that just seems like an easy pass. It's just yeah. like, oh, it was encrypted. So, so what? <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like seems kind of made up. Like you know what I mean? So what? Pollock because I never claims, heard of this before. But Pollock claims and all this stuff is that the U.S. the Canadian government was actually. Sort of a supplier of this email chain. No, yeah, they, or they, 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 they owned they, it. They owned it, and they wouldn't... Or some Can- Canadian guy owned it. It was government-affiliated, though. 
I don't know that because about that. Because it had to be because I thought the government just took over someone's uh, like mail. Thing. I think it was they the guy. Go- I think the government had something. The Canadian government had something to do with it because the way Pollock describes it is that the U.S. government made a deal with the Canadian government to get all the emails from that email chain. Yeah. So it could have been a government. So it might have been some kind of government thing. But I, I think it also could have been the government could have caught someone who had it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So that, it could have been that too. We don't know which one it was. So that that's definitely. But something they, they got else. it. They got it somehow. Somehow the Canadian government got the email chain, right? Yeah. And uh, then they gave away all the information. They sold it to the U.S. government or what? They didn't. They didn't. There was some. <laughs> there was some hand, kind of trade off. There was some, the U.S. government ended up doing something with the Canadian government. I, I don't. Pollock didn't go too far into that. He didn't really know about it. Yeah. But he ended up saying yeah. that there was some kind of deal made between the U.S. and Canadian government that allowed that information to be leaked to the U.S. DEA. That allowed them to capture a lot of these pharmaceutical companies that were selling this stuff to people that were illegally selling it. That was the issue, was that a lot of these steroids that were being produced in labs were going illegally out onto the streets, and it was a, it was a big deal at the time because, and, and really it wouldn't have been a big deal at all. But the, the the problem is the government get there's a lot of money involved in sports, and MLB is a billion dollar like business, and once that business got involved as heavily as it did with the steroids with the whole Belco scandals, Bonds, McGuire, Palmero, all those guys that got involved in that huge Balco uh, investigation, the government had to do something at that point because there was a lot of perjury involved in court at that time. And the government was just taking heads, man. They were going after anyone that had steroids written on them. And the, the crazy thing about Pollock, too, is he didn't. He was never caught with a single, selling a single steroid in the United States. Really? Yep, that's what he says in the video. He said he was, he was, he was never charged with anything in the United States when it, came, when it was involved with steroids. Because remember, when we talked about the beginning yeah. of the video, the first time he was caught with steroids was a misdemeanor. Yeah. He never had a charge oh, yeah. with, with, with the United States. The only time the U.S. charged him was after they brought him back from Mexico. Yeah. Because they thought, the U.S. government, as sad as this sounds, they thought he was going to die at the hands of the cartel. Yeah. When the DEA handed him over to the cartel, they thought he was going to die at the cartel. And that was the big thing with that whole whole story. I don't know what you want to get yeah. into right now about it. Like, there's, there's more we could probably get into, but the video definitely shows a lot. Wait, so how did it end off again? Uh, Pollock ended up um, getting out of it. And uh, living in Mexico? I thought then, like, he had moved to the U.S. Well, now he moved to the U.S. I think originally he wasn't even in Mexico for a little bit, though. Yeah, he was in wife. Mexico for a little bit with his wife, and then he moved back to the U.S., and now he lives in California. And, and he opened a gym. gym. Opened a gym in California. Yeah. And he's now a personal trainer in California. Yeah. And so, Ron's saying how hard it is to like find a good gym. And this is really the whole point of the story. Ron's saying how hard it is to find a good gym. Which which is true because a lot of these gyms are like Planet Fitness or like uh, just like cardio gyms. Yeah. Like they don't, like how hard is it to put a squat rack in your gym? But even some places don't because they, they're into like uh, CrossFit and uh, like uh, there's there's some gyms that are like in, are into like I don't know, like Pilates or like some weird stuff, but like not like weight, weight, uh, weightlifting based. Yeah, there's you know not. I mean? It's hard to find like a good gym that's like weight that has like a good weightlifting base, right? Exactly. It's, it's you not, agree with me? Yeah, there's not a lot that have uh, a heavy 
weightlifting following. Like, even when you go to, like, the a lot of these gyms that have a squat rack, they'll have, like, one squat rack, and, like, you don't usually yeah. have to wait for it. There's not, like, a huge line for the squat rack. You know what I mean? Like, you don't see a ton of people at the gym squatting anymore. Yeah. Compared to what it used to be, like, back when bodybuilding was yeah, really not, the norm, yeah, and everyone yeah. wanted to do it. Everyone that... A lot of people that went to the gym back in the day, the reason they were going to the gym or like the thought of going to the gym was I'm going to go lift weights. I'm going to go squat. I'm going to go do a bench press. I'm going to do this. Now people are going to the gym and it's more like I'm going to the gym to run on a treadmill. I'm going to the gym to use the exercise bike. I don't need to lift weights. I'll just, I just want to be like thin in shape. Like I don't want to, I don't really want to lift weights at all. You know, and it's it's changed a lot, and gyms have changed. Like, I guarantee you, thirty years ago, there would not have been a Planet Fitness. I, I guess, yeah. You know, I would. There would not have been a Planet Fitness at know. all. Like, I don't know if I can really speak to that, but okay. Like, I don't think I, there would have been a Planet Fitness, like a place that has majority cardio and and will not let you lift weights for well, well, mass. Yeah, well, thirty years ago, I think treadmills were like really crappy right yeah they were crappy as shit and now like it's back, back, i feel like ba- i don't know i didn't live back then but i feel like back in arnold's era like back in uh when was you know when was arnold schwarzenegger big whenever like back in that area late era, 70s early 80s yeah like when when weightlifting first became popular you know what i mean like yeah when it very first like people started getting into it i bet that was a huge Cultural, and that was also, too, boom. at the time where we talked about this earlier, where, like, steroids were just, like, accepted. Like, you could talk about steroids, like, oh, yeah, could I'm you? on them. Could you? Like, I'm on them. Like, dude, way, way back then. Yeah. Like, way back like way back then, I think you could just yeah. be like, I'm on them. <laughs> like, fuck it. Like, it was a misdemeanor back then, dude. Like, it, it, yeah, it would be I like guess. smoking marijuana, like, back before it was legalized now everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It'd be, like, sort of the same type of thing, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> It's like, <laughs> yeah, Monum. <laughs> yeah, Monum. Kids in the A's. Kids in the A's. Yeah, 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 I'm using them. Yeah, 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 I'm just gonna go in the gym and have my uh, daily dose of steroids <laughs> after I eat my peanut butter jelly sandwich in the lunchroom. Yeah, Monum. But yeah, uh, the, 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 that's how a lot of it I think went down, really? and, and uh, weightlifting's evolved a lot. Like I think, and I think a lot of people are also just like weightlifting competitions and stuff just isn't as like popular. Isn't as popular. Even when the Olympics come on, like, who the hell watches weightlifting at the Olympics anymore? (laughs) No one. No one. No one listens, watches weightlifting at the Olympics anymore. We're like... Well, it's because there's, like, been a... a, a uh, It's because there's been, like, a a weird evolution in bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah. I have to bring up bodybuilding just a little bit. Alright, so, uh, but what were you saying? I was just talking about the... uh, No, I was saying the evolution... Yeah, I was saying the evolution of bodybuilding. I have to just bring that up real quick. Is like, back when, like, like, look at, like, Arnold... And, like, those bodybuilders from then, then compared to, like, Ronnie Coleman. And, like, who's yeah. the, who's the Mr. Olympia now? Um, what's the, who's that guy? Phil Heath. You know who Phil Heath is? Look up Phil Heath. Phil Heath? Yeah, look up Phil Heath. And then look up, yeah, right now. I'm looking it up. I'm pulling up. He's Phil Heath. Up. Yeah, look up Phil Heath. And then look at Arnold. And then you'll see how, like, bodybuilding has in itself has changed to, like... Jesus. That's the, uh... Mr. Olympia, now. Yeah. So compare him to Arnold, and tell me how like that how like bodybuilding has changed like completely. So like, it's not like no, it's not as popular as it used to be, because it's like, it's uh, turned into like such an extreme version. Wow. 
Wow. There's a difference. Yeah. There's a big difference between uh, Phil Ron Heath and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Ron, Ron notices the, the evolution of bodybuilding. There it is, Ron. Yeah, that's how much it's changed, and it's uh, it's it's completely different now, you know, than what it used to be. You know, like, I, I feel like back in the day, too, like, like Schwarzenegger was what a lot of guys talked about. Like, when they went to the gym, like, they were like, yeah, damn, I, I want to have like, arms like Arnold. I want to be like <laughs> Arnold. Like. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Would, I, been, I wish... Uh, we could have been alive back then. Yeah, because it was crazy. Imagine, like, the, yeah, like, people, like, being like, I want to be like Arnold. Like, Arnold would be, like, the version of, like, uh, LeBron James or something. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of days now, like, I feel like... Or Arnold, Steph Curry. Yeah, like, a lot of days or now, pe- people look up to different Brady. type of athletes where it was, like, uh, it's not as much bodybuilding at all. Like, you, you mentioned Phil Heath, that name. You say that name to a lot of millennials, they're not going to know who the fuck you're talking about. They <laughs> yeah. won't. They won't know who the hell you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, they, they won't. I didn't even know. Like, I don't, yeah. like, I didn't know Phil Heath, like, until Jack just mentioned it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't look up bodybuilders or, or powerlifters. I don't look up any any of them. Yeah. Any, no like, I don't care popular. about that. It's not popular anymore. It's not mainstream. Yeah. It's not mainstream yeah, anymore. But I feel like back in the day, though, like, everyone knew uh, Arnold. Everyone and, knew And the Arnold other guy, um, yeah. Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. And there's probably even even one more guy. There's, like, Sylvester Stallone. Yep. Those kind of guys. Yeah. Everyone knew him, and that, that's, how, that's how it was, you know. It was, it's a completely different change in culture, and it's not bad or good, you know. It doesn't matter. It's it's more just, like, it's just, it's cool to see the difference between it. For me. Yeah, just watching a sport kind of die. You know, and uh, I think it's I think it's pretty pretty insane. <laughs> pretty sad. Pretty sad how it's died too. Yeah. You because know? um, it's it's not like it died slowly. It's pretty quick, man. Yeah. Pretty freaking quick. I guess, yeah. You know, so I uh, I don't know uh, what are we doing for time, real quick. Uh, we got I think we, we got like twenty minutes left. Twenty minutes left on this podcast, yeah. which was a. Uh, Good amount of time left, yeah. for sure. So let's let's try to veer away from all this uh, bodybuilding, bodybuilding and weightlifting for a while. Let's go to a different <laughs> uh, let's go a different route right now. Uh, do we want to talk a little bit about uh, the dog the dog situation? <laughs> maybe we do get a little bit into that. <laughs> no, no, we don't, we wanna... just say, go ahead. I was gonna talk a little bit about uh, just paranormal a little bit Ooh, real quick because I just want to go into uh, I just want to go into EVPs <laughs> and. Uh, and how and what my feelings on those and because well I want to talk a little bit about this just because okay. it gets us into our episode that we're gonna do very shortly on the uh, Wolf yeah, River Road, right. uh, EVP recordings. Uh, so basically, I found a article online about this uh, Wolf Road that I, in uh, Massapoit that I want to talk about real quick. He basically was telling me that he went to the road and there was a lot of strange activity in this Wait, road. He said that. Um, it's. I gotta look up the article again, but he yeah, was—he okay. was, he was one of the. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk more about it in that podcast, yeah, yeah, but I want to yeah, just yeah, mention yeah. it now for I, that. I never heard of this. For story. the ten minutes leading into the yeah. rant, I want to <laughs> just talk a little bit about it. Uh, basically, he's a guy that was on. I think it was only in my state. Might have been. That. <laughs> oh, no. It was that. It was that website again. We don't know how to legit that website. Is, but he's he was uh, he did a huge article on uh, on this uh, Wolf Creek Road and. Uh, <laughs> He he went into it, and I, I was like, I was like, dude, I don't know how legit this is right now, you know. So I'm looking at it, and I'm just reading all of his stuff, and he's like, yeah, I went there and got an uh, uh, EVP, which is electronic voice phenomenon. <laughs> so basically, this is a, oh, this man. is a science in the paranormal, which oh, man, personally, okay. I don't think exist. 
or is like even possible personally who me personally i don't think i don't believe it all the time I, I really don't think that it... I, don't, I really don't think it's real. What's it called? Electronic? It's like... It's an electronic voice phenomenon. All right. And, and according it? to Wikipedia... This is from <laughs> Wikipedia. Okay. Uh, within ghost hunting, <laughs> electronic voice phenomena are sounds found on electronic recordings that are interpreted as spirit voices that have been either unintentionally recorded or intentionally requested and recorded. So you can intention. So basically, the what happens in a paranormal so event. So only you can only see it on your phone after the fact. Yeah, you can only hear it after the fact when you go back and record yeah. it. Huh. So when you go back and listen to the recording. Yeah. But what these guys end up doing is they go out that's and they be like, "That's scary, dude." It's freaky. It's freaky. But I, I personally don't think it's yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But finish what? What is but, that? So basically, what I was saying was what they end up doing, and if you watch, ever watch Ghost Hunters or any of that shit. Yeah, you, you'll realize that when people say something, they uh, they'll they'll say, "Tell me that you're here, or show me that you're here." So ghost. and so spirit, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like if they're at a place where the spirit's like name might be known, yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. They'll be like, "Can yeah, you say okay. something?" I, I so that's yeah. the yeah, that's the gist of it. Uh, basically, what ends up happening is they'll go back and listen to it, and they'll hear something that's said. Really, but not the first time. Not the first time, but they'll hear it on the computer after. But, like, psychology-wise, this has been debated, debunked yeah, for a long time. People are just crazy? When you hear something, the human ear, yeah. you can sometimes, if you th- want to hear something, you'll hear it. Yeah. So if you hear just static, you might be able to hear something in that. It's sort of the same thing with, with music, with back mas- masking. What's back masking? You never hear what back masking is? No. So if you listen to a song, so like I listen to a lot of rap and hip hop, so okay. I can name one song that has it. Um, Eminem "Stimulate" or "Stimulate," "Stimulate" by Eminem. It's okay. it's a song that wasn't released on his albums, but it was a uh, basically on the in the end of this song, he ends up speaking backwards okay. into the audio file. It's called backmasking. Huh. So it's like basically you can end up, uh, and the Beatles did it a lot actually. Oh, really? If you play a Beatles song backwards, type it in on YouTube, Beatles song played backwards, any song, they have a lot of them. People huh. say that John Lennon's death oh, was, I heard about was, was sort of, was sort of, um, talked, spoken about, was spoken about before he died in a, in a song that was backmasked yeah. or it might have been after he died, it was backmasked yeah. and it talks about his song. And a lot of artists use this this thing, or it's not it's not actually used at all today, really, in hip hop, okay. or anything really. Right. But in back when uh, maybe pre two thousands, early two thousands, it stopped being used. But a lot of artists would put things in their songs backwards, or people say they put yeah, things yeah, yeah. in their like different yeah. words or lyrics in their songs backwards. And um, EVPs, I sort of see like the same type of way as like a lot of the time, like there actually isn't anything really backwards. Your mind is tricking you into hearing the, what you what you think you hear. Oh, and it's just like really so just like, static. So it's really just static, or it's just it's just mumble. It's not anything at all. And a lot of the times, people do uh, listen to these things, and what will happen is a YouTube video will get popped up, and they put on like this whole Beatles song backwards. Yeah. And they end up putting in the captions, like, the lyrics they think they hear. Yeah, and then you So what ends up happening it. is you end up reading that word, and your mind ends up hearing yeah, that word in the music. And psychology-wise, you end up thinking you 
here's something that actually isn't there. All right, good point, good point. So that, that's, like, sort of something that's been debunked a lot. That's a good point. You brought up a good point. But still, a lot of people believe in this stuff, and uh, EVPs are still used a ton in the ghost hunting community. Personally, I think a video is always better evidence than an EVP. Yeah. Like, video visually... It's hard to see something visually and mistaken, mistaken. Yeah. You know, the visuals for it, but our ears do play tricks on us a lot. Like we we have sensitive ears. Like we yeah. can hear a lot of different things at different pitches and things like that. You know. I guess you're right. So that's sort of one thing with that. But uh, I, I sort of want to look and see if I can find this EVP on the uh, that I was talking about with the uh, Wolf Island Road. Wolf Island Road. That's kind of I don't know man. That's that's, that's scary shit. Yeah. It's dude. It's freaky. Like, I, I think when we go to uh, Wolf Island Road, I, I want to check out a cemetery that's on that road. And this is another thing I actually want to bring up that I just remembered for this podcast. Um, when I was looking at this guy's uh, article on here, it was uh, he was talking about this road is heavily guarded by police. The Wolf Island Road. Yeah, and he said that yeah. like if if people see you like snooping around without getting permission, they will call the cops on you. So I don't like I don't know how the hell you get permission in this. No, section. you just you should just drive through it. I think you can just drive through. It's not a private road. Yeah. You should be able to just drive through it. But like people that stop on the road and like get out and stuff, like they will call the cops on you. All right. And there's been like a lot of instances where people have gotten, um, like not arrested but fined and getting fines is just a pain in the ass that we don't want to deal with. Obviously, yeah. but we're gonna go there and we're gonna drive through it and hopefully we yeah. don't have that instant like. You know, even with Dudley Road, we ended up get, getting, like, sort of, like, harassed. <laughs> Reprimanded. <laughs> Reprimanded, almost, by a citizen. <laughs> Citizens arrest, almost. Oh, but. man, you gotta chill with that. That's funny. You know, like, th- things like that. Like, I'm saying, like... <laughs> I think we'll need to chill you out. A concerned citizen. A concerned citizen. Citizens arrested us almost, but no, he didn't. But he, he, no, he was definitely <laughs> concerned. Was a concerned resident. Resident. Concerned resident. Reprimanded us. He almost reprimanded us and um, came up to our car while the car was moving. I like how I made a comment where, uh, in one of the really weird uh, off websites or whatever with the made up stuff, yeah. it said that uh, people said that they saw like a farmer type looking guy but they couldn't see his face and I was like is this the farmer guy type guy <laughs> hey, so you guys were talking about hey, it's crazy like <laughs> but, but I could clearly see what the guy's face when I saw him yeah <laughs> and like I, I understand dude like people in these communities getting, we like, had him in the video yeah we got what him do you video. call that Ron when, uh, when you don't see the guy <laughs> running past you <laughs> the first time we call it an you aspiration watch the video, <laughs> but, uh, when you watch the video you see him coming <laughs> But that's the thing, like, if you watch the video, you see him sort of chasing us that we didn't see it the first time. He was, he was sprinting yeah, after the car. Yeah, but that's just because we were and, uh, watching. That's just because we weren't looking yeah, at him. Yeah, that's on, the, that's on the exclusive. That's not an EVP. Yeah, it's not an EVP anyway. That's not an EVP. That, that's, that's on the exclusive video on our uh, on our YouTube page. Yeah. If you guys ever, if you guys haven't looked at it, definitely look look that up, and you can see the Dudley Road that we looked at. Uh, we don't get too much into paranormal, as we said before, but... <laughs> That we, we do like research. Yeah, we do like going different areas in, in the state and stuff. And you think at. that Wolf Island Road is pretty scary? I think yeah. Wolf Island Road has a lot of history to it, and there's a lot of people that go down that road to see if there's anything haunted down yeah. it. And uh, apparently, the cemetery on that road is pretty creepy. And uh, I found the guy's podcast I was talking about 
that uh, uh the first mention yeah is? it's uh it's it's the spooky south coast podcast that he has you can, listen, you can listen to that on saturday night at 10 p.m to midnight but uh i i actually it's a live it's a live, uh, it's a live uh podcast wow. he puts on uh when, when is it? Sunday? it's uh it's sunday saturday nights from 10 p.m to midnight on uh wbsm wow because he has nothing better to do on a saturday night because <laughs> he has nothing better to do right and uh <laughs> So he so so this is what I was talking about with his EVP. This guy had a freaking awful EVP. I sort of want to play it right now for the video. I, I don't know if that's doable right now. I don't know if you want. Yeah, go for it. Right, but I, I might try playing it. He captured his first ever EVP, guys, <laughs> at this site it's and Pokemon. and he said it's the Ellis Bowles Cemetery on Wolf Island Road. And he recorded this back in April '06. And to be honest. He says he hears something in this video, and he puts the EVP up on YouTube, and it literally sounds like a woman just saying the words. It doesn't sound like it's anything other than that. Yeah. It sounds like it's someone in the car saying the words. It doesn't sound like an EVP oh. to me. And, <laughs> and I've heard a lot of EVPs just on, like, TV and stuff, on Ghost Hunters, things like that. This does not sound like an EVP to me, and I, I want to play it for you guys right now. Right. If I can pull it up, I'm going to look for it right now on here. But uh, he's also the one that says... And puts in bold writing on his on his uh, yeah, yeah. on his website. And as always, do not trespass. Spooky South Coast visit this location with permission. <laughs> There's an increased police presence on Wolf Island Road, and neighbors will call the authorities if they see you. So basically, what he's saying is, if an authority, if, if a neighbor sees my my car driving on a public road, they're gonna call the <laughs> authorities. So what is this private or is this a public road? Like I, I'm confused right now. Like. And here, he gives a tale that he put, I guess he told in his first book, Ghost of the South Coast. <laughs> so I guess this guy's an author, too. Oh, man. Which is funny, because he, he really doesn't have that many followers. I looked at his <laughs> podcast compared to us, like, it's still, like... He has nothing better to do on his He has a lot of subscribers, but he literally doesn't get that many views on his podcast at all. I think it's, like, 20-something yeah, views. he talks about ghosts. But, yeah, all he talks about is ghosts. Like, we like getting into everything yeah. out here. We ain't we ain't one-dimensional like yeah. these other clowns out here. We, <laughs> we ain't one-dimensional. And, uh, so basically this guy says, according to the legend, if you head out on Wolf Island Road, park your car and blink your headlights three times off in the distance, you will see another pair of headlights blink back in your direction before <laughs> yeah. you hear the loud roar of a Mustang's engine. Ooh. So we got the car from episode, yeah. uh, what was that one that we talked about this at first? We didn't know the, the cars make. Yeah. It's a Mustang's engine and see the headlights speeding towards you, even though you can't quite make out the car to which they belong. You, you can feel the ghostly vehicle and its occupants that passes through your car. But by that point, the only thing you'll see are the taillights fading in the distance out your back window. So that's that's one of the things he said. So in in his trip, he went out to the, Al, the Alice Boyles Cemetery. And here's the EVP he got. I'm going to try to put this as loud as I can right now. And I want Jack to listen to this. I want right. the viewers to listen to it. I'm going to put the... Uh, Let me listen to it unbiasedly. Was it? Yeah. So I heard like a girl talking. So I want everyone to listen to this one more time. So it sounds like a girl saying something. So it sounds like a girl saying something according to the video where the captions clearly say, this is what I disputed before, that yeah. I do not like that people do this, is that they put what they think it says in yeah. captions and bold underneath the video okay. so that it makes you think that's being said. Oh, but so basically... I didn't know what it was at first, though. What's he say? We're here, is what they're saying. Right. So I'm going to play it one more time for you guys. And what he thinks is being said in this video this is from the Ellis Boyles Cemetery on Wolf 
Island Road yeah. in Mattapoisett. This is back in 2006. He had this video. I want this you guys to see it one more time. This is a good test on me because I, I didn't see the title. Yep. So I said I didn't hear anything the first time, but just a girl saying something. So, I, th- I, th- I thought I heard them say, that was weird. That's what you think seeing here. said? That was weird, and then space, 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 here. The issue with the video, too, is whoever the woman is in the video, I don't know who he goes out with, but uh, shout out to you guys for at least going out there, at least. We, yeah. we definitely want to do that. But uh, going out there, she's talking in the EVP, which I think you guys should just scrub that out of the freaking vo- like audio. And where she says, that was weird? That's not her talking, apparently, though. That's the EVP that they're saying. saying that was weird. No, saying we're here is what they think's being said. But I thought I heard What you thought you heard that it. That was weird. Well, yeah, what you thought you, what that you was weird. You, what did you think you heard? I, I thought I heard that was weird, and I thought I heard that was the girl speaking, the same girl from the beginning that of the video. That was weird? I thought, yeah, I, don't, I, didn't hear any, I didn't hear anything being said from outside, like any kind of yeah. ghostly type of thing. I only heard that was weird, space, 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 and then someone say here. Or yeah, like something like that. Yeah, that that's the thing with that. So we want to. I want to look at that cemetery eventually. Man, that's that's scary. And maybe take a look at it eventually. But uh, that was, was the EVP to, from there. I was gonna there. try to film this. We we're gonna try to film that. Man, that's scary though. Yeah, no, it's freaky. Like, I still think this electronic voice phenomenon is freaky. I don't. I think I'm gonna chill it. with the ghost after this. Uh, after this episode, after Wolf Island Road. After we'll fi- yeah, after Wolf Island Road, we're gonna chill on that for a while. Uh, yeah, we're chilling on that. Yeah, we're gonna go into some different topics eventually. Dude, maybe I won't even film Wolf at Wolf Island. Uh, maybe I won't even film Wolf Wolf Island Road. I want to film it. I'm gonna film the I road. I don't know, man. We're filming it. We're putting it up on I the website. I don't know, dude. I feel like if something bad happens to us, it's gonna be when we're filming. I think we should just drive through it. Well, at least we have documentation for something bad. Well, maybe we'll drive through it and then really discuss after. We'll see what happens. No, 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 no. We'll, uh, let's film it. But, man, that'd be sketchy, dude. We'll finally road. So, I guess EVPs, that? the idea of EVPs was in the 1970s, apparently. Wow. So, um, that, that's definitely, so they've been around for a while. So, I guess they're found on recordings with static or other background noise. Random sounds as voices in one's own language. Yeah, so I guess rational explanations for EVPs, perceiving patterns in random information. So yeah, so that's what I was basically getting at. But yeah, that's a lot with that. So I don't know, is it time to get into our rant at this point? Yeah, we have we have like ten minutes, but it's like a five minute rant. Okay, you got you got a five. So Jack's gonna do the rant today. Well, no, hey, I'll I'll do my rant and then you can do your rant, double rant. I don't know if I really have one today completely. Well, yeah, I'll bring. Actually, I can bring one up. I can get one. Let me just bring up mine and then you can. uh, All right. I'll rebuttal into it or something. (laughs) You rebuttal into it. Well, uh, you maybe you don't you uh, haven't really seen this because you were in like the college gyms and stuff. So I've been in the I've been in that. uh, that other gym I go to that thankfully isn't like a Planet Fitness. But so, one thing I see a lot though is, uh, like they have like personal trainers there. Okay. So there's like, uh, like two or three like personal trainers at the gym. And then, they're always like, like someone will pay them to like, do have them do personal training in like sessions with them. So it's, okay, you, you following me? Yep. So, the people who do it are normally like, uh, like wealthy, and I wouldn't say like yeah, they have to be wealthy, but like wealthy 
like normal average people. You know what I mean? Yep. Because who pays for a personal trainer? A wealthy person, most likely. Yeah, that is. Are they in shape already? Depends. Probably not. not, Probably not, because that's why they're paying a personal trainer. It's pretty easy to do it by yourself. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's pretty easy to look up on the internet what you need to do to lose weight. So, honestly, you're just, you're like basically, you're you're just paying extra. Yeah, you're probably out of shape if you got a personal trainer. Yeah, you're paying extra, man. Yeah, you're paying extra, really. It's usually like those type of people, right? With a, like a. Or I'm, people with yeah. injuries or something, maybe. Well, no, no, that's physical therapy. Well, yeah, it's, it's like more physical therapy. But so basically, imagine, so you're seeing that, right, like every every morning or every few days, right? Yeah. But then the thing that, that gets me is the people that are now then playing paying for personal training, when they'll be like, uh, they'll like complain about it. Uh, they'll yeah, be like, yeah. oh man, like I don't want to do like work today. You know what I mean? Or like, yeah, yeah, I don't wanna, I don't I'm like, not feeling it today Yeah, I'm not or feeling it today. Right? Or like, oh, yeah. man, like, my leg really hurts. Like, they come up with, like, all the all the excuses. So yeah. I'm saying, A, so you're paying you're paying for a personal training because you're too lazy to look it up on your own. And then, B, now you're complaining about doing the, what, like, the ex- like exercises and stuff or putting the time in to go into the gym that you are paying to go to and paying a personal trainer for. So now you're complaining about it? Yeah. So I'm like, wow, like, like it, that's like, I don't know, that's just like my rant. You know what I mean? You know yeah, no, saying? I understand, like, if you're going to pay for a freaking personal trainer, stop freaking complaining that you have to go to the gym. <laughs> you're paying someone to bring you to the, like, teach you at the gym and get you in shape, and yet you're complaining. So what is the problem? Do you really want to get in shape, or you just don't care? Because if you're going <laughs> to complain, you just don't care. That's more of what, what I'm seeing with it. I haven't seen too much of that because I go to a crappy gym where if I ever saw a personal trainer there, I'd probably barf up my entire pre-gym meal. But, yeah, that's, be, <laughs> that's ridiculous. I, no, I, that's just what I'm seeing. I mean, yeah, I'm saying you probably haven't experienced it. Yeah, like, that's what I'm I haven't saying. experienced pretty, much pretty, of that. Pretty, I guess, uh, I, guess I have a short rant I can go into today. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like a rant where, like, uh, it has a little bit to do with, I don't know if you've been following the Charlottesville, Virginia riots oh, God, at all. not this. I have I a little know, bit of a rant about that. I don't know if you can bring a, bring a five-minute rant well, on it's, this. Well, I'm not, I just want to bring in a small rant because I do have, like, a little thing about this where, like, I just... Maybe little. Well, it's a little bit little. It's going to blow up. It's going to be... Pod, it's going to blow up pretty hard podcast, podcast part four. two. <laughs> but the, the problem I have with that, that whole, the whole thing is, like, I cannot believe how, how low our country is, like, sapped, like, stooped to in such a short amount of time in our millennial era right now. Like, I cannot believe that we have white supremacists fighting with people, and then we have other people just, like, throwing shit at them. And it's like, both sides are fucking wrong in this. Like, both sides, like, just stop. Just, like, you're not getting anywhere. And so what we were talking about earlier, we're like, my rant is that, like, as people, you cannot do, you cannot get anywhere with violence. You just can't. You, you, violence is not getting you anywhere, like... Like, I understand, wait, like, wait, can I, we can all I, hate white supremacists. Can we can get can that I, straight. We all hate them. Can I just say something? Um, oh, man, what? what but it, you're not going to change their way of thinking. Why do you want to kill them? I don't understand that. Like, I, you don't want to kill somebody. That, that just puts you in jail. That, that ruins your future. Wait, what was the first part you said? I was, you cannot believe... I cannot believe how low we've stooped, like, as society right now. Like, I cannot believe we're digging our hole... In such a hole, short amount of time? In such are a you, short amount of time Are you right blaming now. that on the millennials? I'm blaming that on everybody. I'm not blaming that on just the millennials. I'm just saying, but like... But do you think, at, do you think 
like, would you, what, how would you rate the millennials? I like, can't blame any single person for such a big... Not not single, but I'm saying, do you think, like, it's it's the millennial generation? I think it's a lot of millennials' problems? problem. It's a lot of millennials. Do you think the problems are coming from the millennials' generation? I think the problem of the millennials are coming is, from is a problem that isn't, isn't the worst problem at times. No, no, it's not, definitely not just old people, because if you looked at that rally, there was a lot of white supremacists that were, like, around our age, maybe a little older. Yeah, so do you think it? Do you think it's the like the millennials? I think one of the biggest issues is millennials get really passionate about things that they should just let go. Like white supremacy, you're not going to be able to change someone's opinion overnight. But when you uh, when you approach them with violence, they will never listen to your opinion. Dude, one thing they will never I think, change. I think, I think violence doesn't change anything. That's my my thought. Today. That's true. I think there's another the other angle that you were going to bring up. Um, yeah. was. That, or maybe you weren't. I don't know. I think like uh, you, you're not just born like a white supremacist. Yeah, you're not. Or not. You're not just born with all that hatred in you. That's kind of like. Here's a really bad ha- parallel. But hatred. It's kinda, no, no. It's kind of like Star Wars. Here's a really bad pattern parallel yeah. where not Anakin the fr- maybe yeah with Anakin Skywalker who became Darth Vader over time. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't born Darth Hatred's Vader. Hatred's built over time. But he was built over time, and I think a lot of millennials. Are, are who are joining this? I don't think they woke up the next day and joined the joined this movement. I think it was built over was built their over millennial time. lifetime. Yeah, and you think it, it was millennial? You know, you think I'm, it was a big millennial presence? I'm not talking this, not a stuff? huge, not not as big as not as big as I think there's a lot. Of, I think there's a lot of like forty plus year olds uh, that think, are still you in think it. The, the that, old people came out of the woodworks. And forties forties isn't really old to me. Forties is like you like the end of the era. There's always yeah. gonna be racism in, in in the United States. It's sort of like it's it's in our culture, and it's sad that it's in there, but it's just in there. It's like it's something that we have to deal with every day, and people and like obviously I've never really experienced it. I'm a, I'm a white male, and you know I've never experienced it, but like I understand like how frustrating it can be to like see something like something that happens in Charlottesville and feel scared for your life, yeah. but like. Uh, but compared to fifty years ago, 50 it's years a ago, lot better. It's a lot better than that, and it's it's not as bad as that. And when when you start like I've seen a lot of posts from kids from my high school just on Facebook, and I think it's sad. I, if you've gotten your heart to the point where you have hate enough hate in it for these white supremacists that you want to kill them, you've turned into them. You're the same as them. You have the same amount of hate, just directed at something that they think a different way than you. They can't legally kill you. They don't. They just hate you. They don't want you dead. Why do you? If they hate you, why do you care? Just let them live their life and hate, and they'll never be cool with you. They can live miserable and always hate you. Why? Why give them the power of actually trying to assault them? In like, that's what they want. They it's want you to more, be violent towards it's them. It's much more deeper than that, though. It's deeper than what I'm ex- explaining. No, no, I'm just no, saying because I don't really know the full story. I only see what I saw on the news. But I guess the the a white supremacy group met up. They had like a national meetup day or whatever, where they yeah. all got together, and um, it was in by Virginia, over by like Charlotte. Charlottesville, Virginia. And yeah. the first day, they did this whole like torchlight ceremony, and you know it got everyone all riled up in the town because yeah. they walked around saying like we hate Jews and like yeah Nazi yeah stuff. yeah exactly and. Uh, and it, that was the first night of their meetup, and it really got the the community like angered and stuff. So they called the cops in, and then it was all about like, oh, like we have the right to protest, and then the co- and 
the, I think, I guess, the mayor of the city or whatever let them protest. Or it was, it was a lot, yeah. really political too. There was yeah. a lot of political ties, where the they only got to protest their white supremacy meetup day or whatever a couple days because the town let them, and that was that was I think that was a part of it. But basically, the the residents of the town, though, not the top political people, just the actual, you know, yeah, people that live there, the residents or whatever. They um, got out to stand against the white supremacy. So they exactly. were literally defending their hometown. Exactly. But the white supremacy said, "No, we should. We have the freedom of speech, so we can come and do this. We have a permit." So it was that was what happened. So the the people, the the or the minorities or whatever you want to call it, the people in Charlottesville, the residents, dude, they were they were literally threatened with their lives. They didn't. They didn't have hatred to kill the other person. Dude. Yeah. It was either. Well, no, no. It was either. I'm yeah, going to I'll, die if I don't stand against yeah, this yeah. right now, dude. They I was, were not. They were not killing. They, they, or not. They were not being violent out of hatred, though. They didn't have hate. Well, everyone doesn't like like white supremacy. Okay, right? yeah, I understand. Everyone what you're doesn't that. like it. Okay, no one's going to be like agreeing with exactly, that. So, exactly. But they didn't have deep, passionate hatred that built up over years. The white, the difference is the white supremacists yeah, exactly. were not born white supremacists. They were they built they that built they that built up that over hatred. years of hatred, like Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, I understand and, that. I understand yeah, that so and, and the, the the people in Charlottesville defending their town, they didn't have the built yeah, up. Yeah, I, I was more were, talking they woke about up the next day, and their lives were being threatened. I was more talking about uh, I was more talking about kids on Facebook saying like we want to go like pu- like punch or destroy like a, yeah. a Nazi. It's like I'm, I'm glad I got that out there. Yeah, though. I'm glad I yeah, said exactly. that. Exactly. I, I think that's a, a that, great that was a gr- you actually said it a great to, way that I get, could Yeah, trying to get cuz I, I was you know? cuz yeah, cuz I was watching people not like I saw like the as you're saying the face there's Facebook or YouTube comments where people were actually sympathizing with like the Nazis and I was you're like, like Jesus you're like Christ. how can you ever say like how can you ever say that? Yeah. Because and then I was like, well, yeah, the other side was saying, like, oh, like, or Trump said, There's Trump said, always Trump two said, sides. yeah, Trump said there was hatred from the, from the, what do you call it, the, the good guys or whatever, yeah, hatred yeah. from the people, victims, but no, like, Trump, look, listen, they yeah. were literally defending their lives, exactly, they would yeah, not have exactly. this built-up hatred that the other side had, so that is fundamentally That's the wrong, That's so the bam, boom, that, that, that answers, a lot of people, you're right, though, a lot of people are getting confused about that, and that, that's a big thing, and because like, they don't sympathize with the, 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 the people who are, the victims. You have to look at you, both yeah, yeah. sides to every but coin. But it's very hard to see. It's if you're not a victim, it's hard to see what being. And a it's hard to see like. what being a victim is, and yeah. that's like me or anyone that wasn't there. Because we're, we're kind of numb with all this. With with literally, I think maybe I don't want to bring this in, but maybe because of like GTA video games and the violence yeah. that we do on see on on TV, they were like, oh, like violence is kind of a lot more normalized. I'd say like we we really see some messed up stuff on on the news and. In movies and stuff, and I feel like that actually kind of makes it so like violence doesn't seem like as, as a big of a deal to us. Yeah, no, it really it's, is. it's definitely it's it's a it's, uh, it's terrible. A, it's I really guess. a terrible thing unless right you, now. It's yeah, going unless, on, yeah. and uh, yeah, I hope everyone's all right out there. Obviously, we yeah. R.I.P. the person <laughs> that got ran over by that stupid ass white supremacist yeah. out there. Anyway, you know, it's like uh, it's crazy, man. How that how uh, it's it's unraveling really really fast, and it, it really is. And it's like. Uh, it's getting to the point too where people these now what's happening now is the white supremacy supremacist people want to start doing rallies in like Boston and like other yeah. cities. It's like it's like, dude, 
you can have your beliefs. Don't fucking push them in someone's face that's already scared of you. Like, think about how it would be if you were in the same room with someone that hated you. Like, hated that you existed, didn't didn't want you to even exist. I know, you never had it happen, but there, there's videos on, like, YouTube of, like, a like black woman goes into white supremacist area. Yeah. Or white supremacist, like, whatever their fucking house is or something. It has an interview with them. It's like, dude, if I was black and I went into a white supremacist place and I knew they hated me and didn't even want me born or didn't see me as a human, I'd be scared. You know, like, I'd be freaked out. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know if that person's good. Because, like, obviously there's white supremacists that aren't, like, violent towards blacks, just hate them. But there's definitely some that are violent towards blacks and do hate them. And that's a bad combination. Violence and hate is an extremely bad combination. So I guess that's my little rant to end the, end the podcast today. But, yeah. yeah, basically it's Charlottesville. Like, I hope everything's alright out there. But clearly it's going to take a while to heal from those wounds, you know? Yeah. So that that's a big thing for this episode. Uh, we're gonna get back to you guys on uh, the next episode, episode four. Hopefully, we get out to the uh, yeah, no, that, that, Metapoison. That, 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 that pretty much does suck. Uh, if you lived in Charlottesville and your whole life. Think about that. Like your neighborhood you, was destroyed. Or your, whatever. your neighborhood, your neighborhood just got infiltrated by by a hate group. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of hate right now in the country, and uh, you know, I I don't know how we're gonna move past it, but hopefully, eventually. You know, people can come to their senses and, you know, learn to not, you know, have as much hate and violence in their hearts. But, you know, at this point, I think we're going to end the podcast for tonight, right? I yeah, think maybe there the won't be another podcast. Maybe we'll, uh, get, uh, they'll drop a nuke on us. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? You know, we're going to we're gonna keep coming to you guys with some new content. Uh, next episode, hopefully, Massapoyet Road. Yeah. Maybe not next week, but soon, hopefully. Yeah, because you have one week in May. Well, I'm, I'm going to be back Friday. So, we're going to try to get a podcast Ooh. in next week. We're going to get one in next week. I'll tell you that. All right. So, uh, peace. I want to thank everyone for subscribing, and thank you for listening.